The Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Where we have a dream to create a community full of happy, healthy, and knowledgeable people who create global positive change through sharing their journey. Tune in, saddle up, and listen in. Be inspired. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to JMT TV and the Pure Jamieville podcast. Uh, Kirsty, mother, daughter, sister, teacher, my sister. I've known I've known Kirsty for nearly ten years, and we were just uh, laughing at the start before we press record. Now I've been on social media for quite a long time. <laughs> Like a like a vibe. straight off the bat with the foot story. Yeah, I think it's important that we that we that we talk about this. So everyone with a foot fetish, be ready. Yeah, stand by those with a foot fetish. <laughs> so I've been putting videos up for years, nearly two decades, and one day, Kirsty was putting uh, Vaseline on her toes during an during an ultra marathon uh, event that we were both taking part in. And I mean, I, I was quite keen to just put the video on as per, but Kirsty <laughs> insisted that we slow it down yeah. and we add some Barry White mm. music. So that video was viewed 12 and a half thousand times. You, you... are welcome, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> and and 12,482 of them were, was me. Was you? <laughs> it was me. So you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, not only so, this, I was really looking forward to catching up with you. I was yeah. spending time with you. As mentioned before, friends for a very, very long time. But what's interesting about Kirsty is when I actually started thinking about um, like all the memories, all the great you know moments I was recalling. The big overwhelming thing that I kept thinking about was you're going to try and use some big words now. Oh, Kirsty is so, you, like such an advocate, uh, a champion, a proponent for for doing good. Like you just honestly are. Like there, there are people that just bring out the good in good people, and even bring out the good in, in shit people. And you, and they're out there. That's uh, a skill. And sometimes it takes a tub of Vaseline, and sometimes <laughs> it just takes you know support. And like I said, being a champion. And I could go on and on and on about some of the things. I know you're a big. Um, advocate and supporter for MND and me mm, um, we'll chat about that yeah. uh, the, the uh, it was a global charity TV or the adventure series yeah adventure all stars and adventure all stars yeah. um, and in more recent times rise up which yes, is in relation to domestic violence with women so we'll talk a lot about that but it's it just yeah it, it, that's what that was the the common thread was just you just one of those great human beings the minority we do refer to this woman as a unicorn she is a unicorn um but she, not the threesome kind just putting it out there no she did find <laughs> just for a reference but you know one of her greatest I highlights think it's the glitter of spring clean yeah magic. she found a pair of my undies in Wattala once side of the road side of the road yeah so i was looking for do you know that a person like you is called a hierophant well, I love that I'm going to learn stuff today, James. Like every day there's something new. Hierophant. So basically a person that is, um, yeah, just super, super supportive in lots of different areas. And, and that's you. And probably the first 
Well, firstly, thank you for coming this morning. <laughs> yeah, let's you start with You are that. welcome. Let's start thank there. Thank you for my coffee. You're welcome. Very welcome. Um, is that glitter on the table? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just went like um, this. <laughs> can't wait for this podcast. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. You may ask me questions. Uh, look, probably the, one of the first questions is is why? 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 Why do you do what you do? Because it, it, it is... You know, time is always a great revealer, and as I mentioned, it's nearly been a decade since I've had the, and it is a privilege, of your friendship, of knowing you, and I am like, I'm, I'm sincerely curious, because you're just relentless with your <laughs> compassion and your patience and your love. So what, what sort of springs to mind? I think, I think my whole life, and I, and I think, you know, especially in getting into the second half now, but um, I've just always believed that you need to be the change that you want to see. Yeah. And I think our world is driven by so much fear. That kindness and love, I feel, is the power. So why not do that? Yeah. Because it takes even less energy to smile at someone, even less energy to be kind, even less energy to realise that we have so much in our lives and some people don't mm. some people can't run some people can't get up some people can't even do their day so i think realizing with gratitude that we can do those things mm. that we have the power to make a really positive difference or just a small difference in someone's day and i think people have done that for me in the past mm -hmm. and i want to give back mm. that's beautiful hey and what no it really is like it really is and 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 so giving back and like as you said you you you've had that you so you've mm. been on the receiving oh, end of people doing that why why is that so important for you to 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 give back because you do you're like a like a a, a, a reservoir of, of yeah of love like you yeah. said love and like it, it's yeah. yeah and i guess it, it goes to my upbringing as well and um like people have met my family and and they know that we have it's a value that we have mm. that um you know that giving back you know it makes you feel good too like let's not pretend everything's about this outward thing when you do things for other people you feel good as well mm. so you know it's a reciprocal thing and I just think I don't know I'm just really driven by seeing people smile mm. I have done a lot of events as you know and I can honestly tell you that I feel more proud and more happy and more fulfilled watching somebody else and helping somebody else to get to a finish line of their journey or through a treatment or any of those sorts mm. of things than doing those things myself. Mm. So, like, internally for me, that fulfills me. Yeah, yeah. That makes, and again, like, just witnessing, you, like, our history, yeah. your history, that, that's so true. But, you know, hence the unicorn uh, <laughs> label, because it is, it's such a minority. Like, I, I've been a, <laughs> I've been a support uh -oh. crew uh, twice, no cider at the finish line. Yeah, yeah. And I, I roll. 
Fucking, I would, it sounds very self-absorbed and selfish and he's such a narcissist. Um, but it's like sticking fucking needles in your eyes. Like I, I, I'm not bred or born to support. It sounds terrible, but it's the truth. And you, you are that minority and it's, it's just beautiful. Like what? Because I know and um, you alluded to your family, so our um, token Romanian component of JMT, so Donsky, Wayne yeah, wow. Support crew uh, expertise. Yeah, so like, just maybe first thing that springs to mind, like, what's some of the um, the ways that your family have, you know, been this this fundamental support? Like, what's a, like a couple of events that spring to mind? Because I know there's a lot. Like, yeah, just, yeah. Just, um, I think as oh, a family. Wow. Well, yes. <laughs> so. Start? If I think about Run Queensland events and Blackwell 100, you know, um, obviously I, uh, 2015 mm -hmm. was the first time I decided um, after we lost Sully, so MND, uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to start running and doing these things and building up to do things for people that can't. So like everyone will know, that's generally a thing that I will write constantly is just, this is for those who can't. This is for people who've had their health robbed from them. This is for people who've lost to dementia. You know, all of these things that are just, oh, I don't know, like devastatingly heartbreaking diseases and monsters mm. that you and I have both have both experienced. So I decided to run a marathon and um, whew, had just met you at that time. Yeah. And you were just like, just start and finish. But my family in the background uh, are there looking after my child while I'm on the track. They are throwing me nutrition. They're around the track. They're there to hug me when I'm crying ugly tears at the end of, you know, all of the feelings that you get and those people that have finished marathons will know what I mean. Um, Black Hole 100, out in the middle of the night, like mm. I was out on the track for 19 hours mm. and my family were at every single stop, including mm. my new extended family that I had at that time. Mm. Um, and it's just, right. yeah, and it's just as a, as a participant to then go, you have to see the other side. Mm. You have to see, because it's actually harder to do support crew oh, totally than it is to just be on your feet and just mm -hmm. fight your demons <laughs> in your head to make it to the end. Um, thinking I was going to be taken out by wild dogs and all sorts of stuff at Blackhall. And, um, Made it safely, obviously, because I'm here today. But um, yeah, like to, to do both sides of that, and then to appreciate that. And thankfully, um, I have been able to convince, which seems to be a skill of mine, people to enter events that they think they can't do, um, including my sister, and then being able to be there for them and support them and see what the other side's like. So. Wow. Well said. Well said. What's um. What's been like positive or negative? It's, it's fine. What what's what's um, what's some of these experiences been like for you? Like when you think back, these events where they're actually doing them or supporting. Like what's a highlight that pops out for you? Good or bad? Ooh, it's all good. So many. Yeah, I know. So many. So I think Kokoda Challenge. I'm going to throw that one in there. Mm -hmm. I did that. Um, I've done that three times down the Gold Coast, and I think that's a team event, right? So you're not only fighting your own demons when you're going through these stages of fatigue, um, 
the first year we did it, I think we were out there for 32 hours. Oh. So we had, we had an injury in our team. And so that last 10 Ks took five hours to complete. So mentally, to be able to get everyone across the line, because that's one of the Kokoda values, obviously, yeah. to courage and mateship and endurance. And so that mentally for me, I don't think anyone, anything since then has come close to me reaching that point where we finished, right? So I realised that no matter what life throws at you, because this is the thing about ultras, and I've talked about this many times before, but it goes directly into your life as well. So I knew now and think, and I've had a lot of stuff happen to me since then, but I know that <laughs> no matter how far I feel mentally, I'm not okay, mm. that if I just keep going, this too shall pass. Mm. Beautifully said. And the wave will come and I'll ride it and I'll know that it's go it will mm. go away, yeah. you know? And I think Black All 100 being out there by myself mm. for that long was exactly that. And mm. there was times when I felt great. Mm. And there was times when... <laughs> Is this going to pass? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Is you know it's going to come crashing down at yeah. some point. And then I think before I got to the 90K mark where you guys were, my support crew, including Jamie, totally off chops. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone at the stops was like, your support crew, they're so entertaining. Like, can you make sure they stay here? But I'd had a fall and I had scraped right. through oh. my stag pack tights right. that I had right. made. And um, that, that tip had organised for me. And I was so upset about having a hole in my thing. And I had all the ambos around me like, what's your name? And how are blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and my pants. But my pants. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. And they're like taking bits of like dirt out of my gap. I've still got a scar from it for all of my life now. So, uh... But I love that scar because I'm so <laughs> proud of that moment. And I did get home and got lost in the last 10Ks and had a bit of a moment. But, <laughs> but you got it done. Out of the darkness, That's right. uh, there is light. Amen. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. So would that would that be those two moments like Kokoda, Blackall? Would they be some like some of your most proud moments, like for, for you specifically? Yeah, and oh uh, yeah. I mean, I think even just staying awake for twenty four to thirty two hours is yeah. not enough, let alone dragging a team. And so that, that's like event stuff, and then you know life stuff. I almost lost my life when I had my child, and so that's like my biggest achievement of my life is my kid and he's shout now, out Sam shout out Sammy <laughs> and um, he'll be like oh mum you're so embarrassing I can't believe you did this there's not really a kid now is no and that's what I mean so now I, I have um, had a marriage breakdown when he was three so um, I've got a man-child. I've got a man-child. I've got a man-child. And uh, yeah, so he's just turned 18 this year. So we've had two milestones this year. And um, to look at him and, and the kind-hearted, like I can see my family traits coming through in him. And, you know, the world tries to knock you
if you spend your day and you wake up and you watch the news, mm. it's depressing. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. They focus on all the bad things that are going on in the world and I think we need to see the good things that are happening because mm -hmm. every single day, mm -hmm. people who are in battles with their health and things like that, they get up. Mm -hmm. You know, they fight another day. Families are loving each other mm -hmm. every day. And if they're not, you know, at, maybe there's a, some place in their day where something good happens or people are doing things out of kindness. Like, and I think that's why when you vibe attracts your tribe, you know, mm -hmm. like you and I, ever since we met, we've, we've had that common thing, you know, um, spending time with you and dementia stuff and mm -hmm. having experiences in my life with that as well. We've spent a lot of time on the road together mm -hmm. trying to make a change and a difference and talking, just talking to people, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that you have the ability to make everybody feel like somebody. Mm -hmm. So like, I love that. And I know that's why we're family mm -hmm. because we, we share that. And I think how nice, how nice of a gift is that to give to someone and anyone? Mm -hmm. It could be as simple as a smile, but that makes that person feel seen. Yeah. And I think, I think I love, I'd love to do that. Oh, ladies right. and gentlemen. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I just don't understand why people don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I don't, we have the power to make our lives and other people's lives just a little bit better than shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. The only way is up if you're in the shit. It. Well, stuff grows from shit, like fertilizer makes the roses. Yeah, we should do them, plant the things. In the shit. In the things. And then they come up mm. glitter and shit. <laughs> no, the sparkly tree. But I, yeah, so maybe today it'd be nice. Just maybe smile at someone. Whoa. Maybe someone be seen. Because I just think I know and you know every single person in this world today is fighting a battle mm -hmm. of an inner demon because... We all have them, and if anyone mm. says they don't, they're lying. Mm. That's so true. Yeah, <laughs> Our true. internal dialogue, you know, it's learning those skills to quieten down those demons and allow the other voice that's always there, but sometimes really quietly, that's kind to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's the one that we, you know, we have to work at every day. So, you know. If you say a kind word or compliment someone or just a random stranger or do something, every there's a lot of people on TikTok and stuff that are doing these random kind acts and they're mm. filming them and putting them on social media and stuff. And I love that. Mm. It's like, and you can see generally that someone feels seen and appreciated and good, for, even for a moment, mm. out of what could be a pretty shit day for them. Which leads me to, yeah, I just think that's wonderful. And it leads me to my next question. So, Kirsty, you're involved with a, uh, is it a movement organization? Or? Uh, so, uh, eventual stars? Oh, yeah, rise up. Rise up, rise up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're linked together. Um, so, I've. I like to take opportunities when they come my way. Mm -hmm. I like to get out of my comfort zone, which, thanks Jamie, I think you used to call it my fluffy pigeonhole. Whoa! Edit, edit, edit. Can you cut that out? Um, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you used to call a comfort zone. <laughs> I was gonna say something. Out of the nest. <laughs> Let's just drink a coffee now. Yeah. 
So, right, so Rise Up integrated with the Charity yeah, so, TV? Yeah, so Charity TV Global mm-hmm. and Adventure All Stars. Mm-hmm. It gives an opportunity for anyone, actually, to get involved with. So they do based around philanthropy stuff so you choose a charity that's a that's affiliated with them that has reached out to them and said we want to be involved in this um and then you basically raise money mm-hmm. for a charity so the first time i went through um i lined with headspace and mental health and did a massive campaign that yeah, I always have used my number one supporter. You always come in behind and say, oh, that could get awkward. Um, you always uh, support and ask what you can do to help. And so we've run boot camps and done all sorts of things together, breathing sessions and stuff to raise money. So $10,000 is what you raise and, um, and, and was able to do that and then get taken away with a group of people that all have the same values as you, as you do. And we show up and we don't know what we're doing. I don't know where we're going. We don't know what we're doing. We just get told what to put in our backpacks and we show up and we get taken on these adventures. It gets filmed. It's on 7 Plus. Yeah. Um, it's also screened in over 30 countries now around the world. Wow. So just getting this message out that although on the screen it comes across as a travel show in the background, the work, like the people that I've met mm. in my campaign, so I'm on my third one now, have just been the most raw, vulnerable, beautiful human beings that that I've met who have all had their, so my mental health campaign, I linked in with some people doing the Mindful Oz, which is suicide prevention charity down in Victoria, Mm -hmm. doing absolutely amazing things, trying to like, can you guys come to Queensland yet? So yeah, so the people in there, that was fantastic. And then the second one, um, I got asked to go on their inaugural, legend series so of all the tv shows that have been made they invited a group of us back and asked us to choose our charity that we would like to align with Mm. so of course my heart is with mnd and me so did a uh, six thousand dollar campaign for them and then uh got to go to vanuatu and to go to vanuatu uh one of the ladies who was in our crew um, she organised for us to gather things to take out because they just had two cyclones, right? So we took oh, out, yeah, yeah we took out um, supplies for one of the local schools out there, which just melted my heart because you know I'm a teacher as well. I just just to see those kids who live with nothing, yeah, the footage was so, and have nothing, but just to show up and to watch their faces, it was like. 5,000 Christmases at once for them. You know, it was just amazing. So to give back that way, we also had a $1,000 Australian check for them, which would make a huge difference because yeah. they'd lost classrooms and, you know, they'd had a lot of destruction done. So, you know, they'll be able to, to get back on their feet with that. So that would that was just amazing. Mm. And so then it comes to now. <laughs> So then the comes trilogy. to now, the trilogy. my two flatmates while I was away, those um, both aligned with uh, Rise Up and they're a Gold Coast based charity who do practical solutions for families fleeing from violence mm-hmm. and um, starting with safe new beginnings. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, everybody deserves the right to be safe. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I really 
it's close to my heart. Mm-hmm. I've had experience of emotional abuse, mm-hmm. let alone um, adding in all the other complications that can come along with. Which is oftentimes, you know, sometimes more painful and traumatic than the actual mm. physical Scars stuff, isn't on it? The inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well said. Yeah, and to be honest, my journey of coming back from that is this last decade's probably been me getting through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And getting to the point where I was able to build a house and find the love of my life. Cool, the pretty cool <laughs> decade for you. Isn't oh it? my god, it's been amazing, and I, I loved having reflections about it this week of mm. uh, my fiftieth. And I know you're thinking, oh, she doesn't look that old. No, she's fucking thirty-five. <laughs> so immature. It's that moisturising. Cream. Yeah. Stag cream. Do you skincare? <laughs> Knocks 22 years off. Really. Oh, we're 22 years. We're Application. <laughs> mm. Watch out for it on the market soon. Yeah. Yeah. So. In the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I feel I'm really passionate about this. But as I said mm. to you, as we were leading up to today, it's an uncomfortable conversation for people. Yeah, I love this. And. Um, Kelly Pink, who gets me on board, she is a police officer who works in domestic violence. Um, and she, that woman inspires the crap out of me. She is just relentlessly an advocate for this and she sees it firsthand every day. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I was speaking to you about we're getting uncomfortable because we're at the point now in 2023. Last year, 57 women. This year, it's already up to 47 women. That's more than one a week. Yeah. Getting killed. So, 47. Is that just in Australia? Just in Australia. <sighs> yeah, just in Australia. 47 women have been killed this year already yeah. from domestic violence. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, from wow. a partner or past. That is fucking startling. Including two babies. And, you know, you, oh. s- you see the media coverage and it just kind of fades over. Mm-hmm. You saw a lot of media coverage about the mushroom lady. Mm. You don't see much about this side of things. And it goes straight away always back to, oh, yeah, because it's a mental health condition. Well, I'm sorry, but mm. I know a lot of people mm. with mental health conditions who don't murder people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. So I just... And I... I, I want people to talk about it. I do. I teach respectful relationships at school and I, and I think it's an important conversation to open up about this is not something... We have to fix this as a community. We have to stand together for us to help people make good decisions about relationships and to know we don't own people and to know, like, we've all been through heartbreak you don't, you have to work out how to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like even in the situations that I've been in in the past, I've never ever blamed the other person for everything because I feel like we have a role to play yeah. when things break down. Mm-hmm. So um, healing from that, I just feel like what can we do as a community to give people skills to work through that where it doesn't get to the point where they're doing these mm-hmm. actions yeah, and taking away yeah, yeah like a mum and a baby anyway I'll, I'll get all emotional about it so i won't go too far it's gonna be too vulnerable today but um yeah anything i can do to help so i'm like what can i do i know that i can maybe 
get kids to make some good decisions about red flags and green flags. So I'll do my best at work to do that. And I know now that I can go in and actually help rise up and volunteer and set up homes. So when families are transitioning out of shelters, rise up, come in and they deck out their homes for them. So they find out from the shelter about the family and about the kids and about what they like and what they do. And they just, so imagine starting again and you have nothing, Mm. you've been given a a cancel house, Mm. but you don't have anything to put in it. And this company, this amazing charity comes in and you come home and everything's done for you. Food in the cupboard, Mm. all of that sort of stuff. So for every $5,200 we raise, Mm. that helps them go in and do that. So my aim is to at least get to over $10,000 so that we can help two families. And it's incredible, Kirst. And what what I think is really, really remarkable from my point of view is that because of your, you know, career profession, you get you're sort of on the ground. And it's all when when young people are learning, like you said, about the red flags and green flags, and teaching them about relationships. So we go into adulthood that hasn't sort of perpetuated out. You actually get yeah. an opportunity to, yeah. And even if it's one kid, right? Exactly right. <laughs> and then, but then in the same token, you're at the other end of the spectrum with the aftermath mm. and providing solutions and, mm. and um, yeah. Getting in there. Look at you, girl. Uh-huh. Wow. But I think it's important for, you know, like everyone to recognise, am I that toxic person? Because mm. I was like, I have this interesting conversation with kids that they actually don't care about being tracked. Yeah. About, about what? About tracked. being tracked on their phones. Oh, my God. Right. So I, go, I always say to them, my generation, back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't have thought of anything worse as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, this is what I mean. We're driven by fear, right? So there's so much fear around um, everything now mm. that parents like, I need to know where my child is. I'm experiencing the new level of stress as a parent where your kid's got their license. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're driving around, so it's like... I mean, Sam, and I'm sure I was the same at 18, but Sam doesn't care, but I'm like, oh, my God, please just let me know you got this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and... Um, but as a kid, I don't know about you, but bad news always travels faster than good, mm. right? So yeah. I just think you don't need to be tracked. I don't need to track him. I don't have Life 360 on him. I trust him and I know if something goes wrong that I'll mm. find out quickly, so. Yeah, it's so interesting with, with just with technology and Crazy. I often think about stuff, I know like totally different context, but I'm sure it, I'm sure it's similar across different contexts. Like I, I think about the fitness industry. We've got more fitness professionals than we've ever had. Mm. We've got uh, an internet just loaded with resources and tools and information. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's an abundance, yet we're more overweight, more miserable, mm. struggling it's with crazy. mental health. And I think, I actually think, I mean, I obviously don't know for sure, but I'm, but I'm almost certain that's across all contexts. Yeah. We've got this amazing technology that, like you said, can yes. track. And, but, yet, but also, also that tracking comes with different things, right? Yes. So where are you? What are you doing there? You said you were going to be here. Like you said, all the fear, all the, all the, the mental yeah. fuckery that goes with it. Yeah. Wow. But it, because all this technology, humans need connection. Mm. 
and we can sit behind our keyboards and be a keyboard warrior because we know there's plenty out there. There'll be some on this podcast. Like, but you know, I would I would always say to my child, please don't ever say anything online that you are not prepared to say face to face. Having a face to face conversation with someone is respectful. Mm-hmm. And you don't read body language mm-hmm. when you're texting someone. You can't read tone when you're texting someone. So it's like when you read your horoscopes in the paper, you make it into whatever story is running in your head. <laughs> yeah. So and we do the same with text messaging because you can't you can't do that. Or I don't know. It's probably not even called text messaging now, but. You know, that online stuff, you can't read those things. Yeah. And so that messes with our mental health. Mm-hmm. And I Correct. feel like coming back, almost coming back to basics mm-hmm. for people and simplifying things mm-hmm. is some, I don't know, oasis that we need in our lives. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have to go back to nature. Mm-hmm. If I go too long without grounding myself mm-hmm. in nature, I'm not okay. Yeah. So, but how lucky are we? We live on the sunny coast. So the beach is right there. We've got hinterland with amazing waterfalls. Like we Mm. have all of that here. Mm. Um, Yeah. So that's my simplicity. That when things feel complicated for me, I'll always go back to nature because I know it heals. Beautiful thing to share. But it's so true though. You hear that from a lot of people. Once they get back into mother nature and um, yeah whether it's the ocean or the forest or whatever it's a mm. great great way to Plenty. untangle yeah the tanglements of life yeah yeah and i remember quite a defining moment with you and you know how we ran from melbourne to the sunny coast <laughs> you know that one time I've got at the, scars, the scars are on the inside although i'll put a great video that i'm quite prepared to share oh, no. about my no that wasn't the foot video that was oh. wa But I remember you and I, we were um, getting to the point where we were tracking back towards the ocean. Mm. And I I just remember this distinct thing of you and I, it was almost like taking this breath and our souls were like, okay, we've been battering our bodies, but we're about to get into salt water and we went back to being like two little kids and you know that whole like my soul belongs here Mm. and having that and you know like I had that I have that feeling every time I go to Fingal Headland in New South Wales and I have that feeling when we're in Scotland Mm. Scotland I feel like my soul lives in that country as well you know it's just something that feeling you get and if people haven't found that yet that's what I would search for right because you need to have that place that soothes you mm. and heals you and spend your time with just you. And I think we are so busy in life that we forget to heal ourselves. That's our job. Mm. That's our responsibility. And you have to spend time alone with yourself to be able to give yourself the opportunity to do that with support. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, we've and as you said, we've got so much support. Right. Support 101 over here, <laughs> right? Well, everybody needs support. Yeah. Yeah. And and I will say, I'll often say to people, I don't like asking for help. I don't. And I, and I know most people don't. And because we think, you know, strong, independent woman, I can do this. You know, my mum's a strong, independent woman. She sucks at asking for help. My sister's a really strong, independent woman. She sucks at asking for help. But we know 
I've, I've been to the point where I've been so broken that I knew that I couldn't do it by myself anymore and I had to ask for help. And it's actually the hardest, most courageous thing I've done. And I hated it, but I did it. And I, I will always say to people, people think that's a weakness. Holy crap. Not asking for help is a weakness. Yeah, well said. Asking for help takes strength and courage. So if you think oh. it's a weakness... It's not. And you have been told. Yeah, go right get here. some help. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the unicorn. <laughs> go get some help because you're not, we're not ever alone. It's even on the darkest times when we feel like we're alone. You're there. If you look up at the stars, because there's going to be like thousands and thousands or millions of other people feeling the same way. Yeah. And that we, that's what I mean. Connection's important. And eventual stars, and that's what I love about it. You know, having that concept about charity behind this amazing opportunity to meet people and network with people that you go to get to go on an adventure. Um, you know, Troy Gray and Tamara Gordon that are in the company, um, Troy's a CEO, but they just live and breathe charity and live and breathe that giving back and, and you know, just being there. And I love that. And so, you know, if you want to go on TV as well. <laughs> you hear they're the always looking for cast members so yeah you just have to sign on and obviously you know it takes a lot of commitment to like I've always just aligned with charities that I feel passionate about yeah, of course. because I think if you've got passion as you know and if you've got a why in the background then you're always going to pull through and commit to getting to the finish line of that. So. That's amazing. Team, I'm going to put a whole heap of links in the notes with today's podcast with Rise Up, the charity TV. Um, have a look. It's a, it's an amazing cause, as you've heard. Um, yeah. and, and hopefully we can at least get two families into some a safe new beginning. Oh, That's my goodness. <laughs> well, I love you very much. I love you too. And I really, really <laughs> cherish and appreciate our friendship. Yeah, me too. It's amazing. And thank you so much for coming and sharing with everybody what you do. A bit like, oh, on and on. No, not at all. No, no, no. But I think I think just... And I, I'm not doing my toes, but you can look that video up. I'll be sure to put that in the show notes. That'll probably be part of the links. If you want to check some feet It's out. actually in this folder on my phone. Where I, oh, sorry. <laughs> and just so people know, I actually hate feet. <laughs> It's fucking terrible. Like, every uh, every challenge we've done and people have to wait and put their photos of their toes, I'm like, please put socks on. <laughs> like, Show us your feet. Show us your feet. Put your socks on. Put your socks on. <laughs> Take it off. Um, thank you so much for today. You're welcome. Love thank you, you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Love you too. Ah, the Pure Jamie Milne Podcast. Podcast.